Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and this is Powered Up Talk Radio and from coast to coast we've got you covered with such great topics as money, sex, beauty, love, relationships, aging and today we're going to talk about event planning because it is party season, Linda. I have something on the books every day this week and I... I really don't want to go to any of them now. I'm over I'm over it. I've been to two holiday parties and I'm done. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here in New York, I mean, you could go to three or four parties every night and you're never done. But I, I know how you get. You get tired. So, so well, especially after today, it was like snowy and now it's really cold and it gets dark like at quarter to five. And the last thing I want to do is like... Go to a party. I want to stay in where it's nice and warm and cozy. I know. I know. Well, it's 27 degrees here in Los Angeles. We're having one of the coldest winters so far in history. So we're dying over here because nobody has winter clothes. And um, unless you fly to New York regularly in the winter. Uh, Linda, I'm going to ask you a question. Now, this is what I do. Every year I make a holiday outfit. Like this year, it's these black boots, black leggings, a really pretty like black jumper dress that kind of goes mid-thigh. And it's, you know, really cute, really festive. And, you know, I bling it up with jewelry. But the only thing I change from party to party is my hair. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, sometimes it's straight, sometimes it's curly. I cannot do a separate outfit for every event in the holiday season. And I don't know if I'm getting lazy as I get older or I just really like to put one outfit together and wear it everywhere I go. I would love to know your thoughts on what you do and what you think about my new uh, how to get through the holidays without going insane move. No, I agree. I don't. I don't like to to have a, a gazillion things. I mean, I you you have certain go to outfits that you know that you you look good, you feel good in them, and you can sort of change it up. You know, with different jewelry, with different boots, and as you say, with different hair. And you know what? As long as you feel comfortable walking into that room, you don't have to worry about what anybody else might be thinking because it doesn't matter. Oh, I love you. I should talk to you every time before I go out. No, it's true, right? Because if you feel good, um, it doesn't matter. But if you don't, and if you don't feel right, or you're it's a bad hair day, or whatever, or you feel like you're you've got, um, you know, you, the outfit just doesn't fit you right. It doesn't matter. Ten people can come up and tell you how good you look that evening, but if you don't feel it, it 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 doesn't matter. It's dead air. So it's you feeling good about yourself before you leave the house. 
You know, I think you're really onto something there because when you're not, you know, like I have a couple dresses that I really like, but they kind of right, right up my butt. You know, they go up too high and I'm all constantly tugging them down and tugging them down, even though it might be totally fine. I can't really focus. And, you know, when I used to do a lot of speaking engagements, I'd have to, you know, walk up a flight of stairs in front of a you know, whole auditorium and go up to the podium, you know, and I was really crazy about my hair and my makeup and my dress in those days because I knew I couldn't remember my speech. I couldn't do my topic. I couldn't field questions if I was concerned about how I look. But one thing my mom said to me when I was younger and I was, you know, probably in my teens. And she said, you know, San, if you dress your whole body in one color, like maybe it's all black or all blue or all red, whatever it is. And she's like, everybody then will look at the color and go, ooh, that's a nice color. And they'll look at your face. And her big thing was like, always have your makeup flawless. Always have your hair look good and your earrings and your necklace. And she says, pretty much that's what people look at 90% of the time. And I'd love your take on that. No, absolutely. And I agree. And I think that, you know, you want your face to be the center point because that's what, you know, that's it. You want to light up your face. So with this, with those earrings or a necklace or a good color, um, I think that that's definitely what people look at. Yeah. Because that's you, that's your essence. So that, you know, if that's bright, you'd have on the best dress. But if, you know, if you're, if you've got a frown on or you're not feeling well, or you're kind of gray complected, you know, it, it doesn't matter, but, you know, just makeup. I, I, the thing with makeup these days is I'm finding more and more women are under, under coloring their, their, their cheeks and their lips. And I'm not really crazy about it because they look washed out. Yeah, I would be one of those. I'd be one of those. I wore a pale pink lipstick, you know, for my charity event this weekend. And when I looked at the pictures, I did. I looked washed out. And you know what? I didn't put any blush on. And I don't know what that new wave is. Um, But yeah, and I'm really fair. So I can go to Casper, you know, in a New York minute. Right. No, and I, I, and I see older women are doing it too. Now, believe me, I'm the last one to, to say overdo it because then you look like a clown. But there is a happy medium. But these, you know, these these lipsticks that that are, you know, just too drab and the cheap color that's just too drab, I just think it makes you just look washed out and tired. Yeah, tired is good. I mean, I was tired by the time the event got around, but um, it, it's true. And it and it will perk you up. You know, when I put on a brighter lipstick and I put my mascara on, and I don't wear a lot of makeup. I only wear a teeny bit of eyeshadow. You know, my eyebrows I have dyed and my eyelashes I have dyed because I just, you know, I just can't get to everything all the time. But, but you're right, a, a really nice set face, even with just a little bit of rouge, helps you just lighten up and you look healthier and it's funny when you look in the mirror you can feel like crap and I've done this and you can put your hair and makeup together and go oh I look pretty good and feel a lot better it's amazing how when you look you when you look good it's something it's psychological I mean even if you're feeling tired or you've got a little ache or a little pain you look in the mirror after you've made yourself up and you say hmm you know it seems to magically go away (laughs) I don't know what it is but it works it does because you don't look as bad as you feel and so you then you kind of think to yourself well I guess I don't feel that bad and um but you know what I will tell you that charity events especially if you're running them they'll suck the life out of your face so fast I was so tired you know and I know you were when you did your shining service thing this this year it's like three days to recover from one of these events Oh, well, you know, you're an old hand at this. You've been doing it for years and years. I'm a newbie, 
And um, if I didn't have an army helping me, I'd, I could never put these things together. It is just so much detail. It is the craziest. Um, you know, it's not my favorite thing to do, but when you're when you're working for, you know, an organization that's really coming along, you, you've got to keep doing them. You know, the events are everything because that's how everybody gets together. And that's how the word gets out about what you're doing. Absolutely. And so much networking is done at these events as well. You know, I've been doing Toys for Tots events for 26 years. I did my first one, you know, when I was 20 years old and I I did it for the Marine Corps and um, I've never stopped. And, you know, Linda, every single year I learn something different. I learn something new. I catch something. And every year we make a mistake. And I, you know, you would think 25, 26 years into a tour of duty, you get it right but it's amazing how many little details there are yeah and and nobody you fool yourself if you think you can do it alone because because you just can't there's just it's just it gets overwhelming and you know when it stops being fun um i think it stops period yeah (laughs) because i know it does for me if it's if it's too much then you say okay you know i really i I don't want to do this anymore. It takes up too much energy, too much time. And I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. But um, so, you know, we'll talk to Deborah about that because we re- you really do need help. And I think if you have the, uh, the tricks of the trade, so to speak, then I think it can make the um, whole the whole process much easier. Well, yeah, there's not such a steep learning curve. You know, I've done, I've done, you know, events at the improv, you know, I've done comedy nights, I've done them at the comedy store in Pasadena, I've done them at private homes, I've done them on my ranch, you know, and um, I had to learn the hard way. And what's funny is I actually was catering manager many years ago for CBS. Uh, When I was really young, I was catering manager for CBS television. And, you know, I learned a lot then, but there was just so much to learn. And I I love that Deborah Moody, who's our guest today, uh, has a school that teaches, you know, event planning, because there's so much more than just choosing a menu. And I, every time I talk about my events that are coming up, people are like, oh, what are you going to have to eat? And I'm like, oh my God, if you knew how much goes into every single step from setting up the tables to the decorations to the the invitations and then getting them out right this year we blew it linda like 50 people weren't invited that should have been invited and i blew a gasket well that's right and and everybody used to think of an invitation it was a paper invitation you got in the mail um and there was a little card you sent it back either you were coming or you weren't coming now everything is online and you can pay for your ticket online and then you have to keep track of everybody. And then if it's a charity, then you have to send a receipt to everybody that, you know, sends in money because, you know, for their taxes. So there, there's like a million things to think of. There are. There are so many things. And, you know, with electronics, too, you know, trying to follow up on this stuff seems so easy when you use these event companies online. And, you know, and they are very good. Don't get me wrong. Ours was human error. You know, we just made a mistake and we uploaded, you know, the wrong file. But it's so easy to do. And that automation, you know, creates its own set of headaches. And they're expensive. I mean, Eventbrite, which I guess is the most common, well, certainly here on the East Coast, I don't know if if it is out there, but, you know, they charge a lot for sending it out. They do. Yeah. And then for our event, we used Event B, um, which may be not as beautiful, but um, it was, 
it, it got the job done and it was it was less expensive and then I had people pay through PayPal so you know if you, you just have to have and then you have to have all these things set up on your website so that you you know you can take in the money so it's that's just the beginning it is it is and you know I'm so glad that that we uh, have Deborah Moody coming on after the break because so many of us and so many of our guests and so many of our listeners are active in charities and are even having a second career and leaving you know their industry behind uh, to start a new their own charity so I think it's really good that we have Deborah on when you come back from the break you're not going to want to miss uh, Deborah Moody and we're going to talk about event planning things we should know things we wish we knew and how to hire the right event planner. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio with Linda Franklin, and I'm Sandra Beck, and our guest today is Deborah Moody, and she is an amazing, amazing woman who uh, has an event planning school, and I'm going to go right to her, Linda, and have her talk a little bit about her background and what her school does. Deborah, are you with us? Yes, I am. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, I'm so excited. You heard, I don't know if you heard Linda and I complaining in the beginning about how hard it is to plan and, and engineer and follow up on events, but thank goodness there's somebody like you who's good at it and can teach the rest of us. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I did hear you, ladies, and um, you are absolutely right. It is a big job, and there are a lot of details, and, you know, as they say, the devil's in the details. So uh, when you're having these large events and these, uh, you know, fundraiser things and, and even weddings and corporate events, it's always uh, a good idea to, to hire a planner, hire a professional who knows what they're doing and can handle all of these details and has systems in place to make everything work together. Now, how did you get involved in this? How did you get started in event planning? So I uh, was... You know, from the time I was a child, I would, you know, I would teach, uh, I would either play school or I would do tea parties with my dolls and with my stuffed animals. <laughs> and so it's pretty much been my destiny. So all the way through uh, school and through college and even after that, I was always planning parties and being a part of the uh, employee activities committee, playing Christmas parties and picnics and uh, beer bus back at that back in the day. And so I had an opportunity to uh, take a course, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know there was a course. I just happened to find out from one of my uh, fellow employees. He said his wife had taken a course, and I got all the information. And um, so I found out about um, the Association of Certified Professional Wedding Consultants, and they had been uh, in business since 1990, training and certifying wedding planners. And the, the company, ACPWC, was actually founded by Ann Nola, and she was a bridal show producer, and she was finding that um, there was no standardization uh, in the field. There was, no, uh, there was very little integrity. She wanted to bring about um, some changes in that area. And so she started a school. She started a program, and um, we've been rolling with it ever since. We start off with, um, with you know, with the training, you know, we, we start off, the, you know, the basic training program and they take you through the steps to become uh, professional and fully certified. Deborah, do all event planners have to have some sort of uh, degree or can they, or can women or men just go out and say, hey, I'm an event planner and then just go to town? Um, you know, there's no there's no hard fast rules that says you have to have a degree. But like anything else, um, there is a an understanding that anyone who is a professional has some type of professional training, and or should be looking to get some type of training. There's just a confidence level that goes with with the training and an assurity uh, for those who are you know are hiring a person. They want to know. Um, do you have professional training? Where did you get your training? Um, what is your experience in the industry? You know, what type of events do you do? Do you have a specialty? Do you have a niche? Um, is, is, this, um, is this your full-time work? Is this something you do, you know, is it a hobby to you? Is it a job? Is, it, is this your full-time career? And, you know, when you're, when you're planning large uh, events and, and weddings, it's you know it's it's extremely important because you know object you know the, the idea is to that you're going to get married one time and you want to do it right so you don't want to leave that in the hands of someone who you know said oh I did my wedding I thought it was really fun I want to just you know hang out my shingle 
and go into business. Um, so we try to set it up so that we provide the training, and not only do we provide you with the training, but we provide you with a support system once you have finished the course because that is also very important when you're, when you're starting your own business. Um, with, with, a, with a support system behind you, you know, there's a, there's a greater chance of, of a success rate. And we believe that um, through, uh, through that training, through that membership, through that post-grad program, you know, it will help you to build your confidence. It helps you to build relationships and um, keeps you on top, of, on top of your game. And we all know that in the, in the event and wedding industry, relationships are everything. So... Do people come to you at like 22 years old and they decide to do this? Are they already in their career or um, are they looking for, you know, to advance in a corporation, you know, where they might be able to take over all the event planning? What kind of students do you usually get? We, you know, we run the gamut. Generally, um, students are in their late 20s um, and up. Um, typically, if you get someone who's a little bit younger, they don't really completely get the full picture, um, and it's and it's a little bit difficult um, as focused as as they need to be to really run a full business because they're still kind of filling out and deciding what they want to do. We also have the person who has done their you know has worked in corporate America. Um, they've, they've done their corporate thing, they've raised their children, and uh, now they're about to be empty nesters, and they're looking for um, something to do. And it's a, it's a perfect uh, career transition because it gives, you, it gives you flexibility, it gives you a chance to use your creativity, um, it helps you to, you know, be involved with people, and, and, you know, if you're, most people in this field are very, you know, nurturing and caring. Um, if you were in an industry that um, you are uh, doing some type of project management, that skill set is very, very easily translated into the uh, wedding industry and the the planning industry. Um, It's also an excellent um, industry for and career for military. So so for military spouses or even veterans, you know, the face of the veteran these days is not the same as it used to be. It could be a woman in her mid-30s looking for a career. So this is a perfect re-entry career path. And, you know, we we try to encourage our, uh, you know, our military personnel to to take the program. There's no special, you know, there's no special things that are required. You don't have to, you know, jump through hoops. There's not a lot of paperwork. You know, if you want to take the program, you have a desire to be a wedding or an event planner, we're here to help you do that. Uh, how did you give the course? Is the course given online or do they have to be uh, actually in your in your city, which is San Francisco, right? Right. I'm in San Jose, actually, but we have uh, we do have personalized courses that we give in several different locations across the country. But we also have an excellent home study program. Our home study program is actually a set of DVDs, and so it allows you to watch them anytime you want. Um, you can watch them on your computer. You can watch them on your now. You can watch it. You know, put it on the, your TV screen and watch it. Um, and, and it's very portable and very easy to take with you. If you're going on vacation, 
you know, you can take that, take that with you and, and do your studying there. You're not locked into having to do, to be online, be there at a certain time, have to wait for an instructor to correct your homework assignments before you move to the next section. Um, it, it's very flexible, and it's, it's a very comprehensive program, um, but it allows you the flexibility to really um, get the, the training that you need on your own schedule. Typically, how long does the course take? Uh, to if you come to the yeah, to come to the classroom, um, we we are usually finished in four or five days, depending on uh, what other things activities we want to add in with it. If you take the home study program, you have three months to complete that, and we set it that way so that it allows you to have, uh, you know, basically, if you studied one hour a day. Uh, for three months, you would be able to to be finished. Um, and and for you know for the for military, it's very portable. So if you get transferred, you can take your your education and your training and your skill set, and you can just pick it up and move to a new location. And it's not hard to get uh, to get going again. Well, how different is it? And maybe we'll do this in the next segment because we're uh, we're uh, getting close to break. But how different is it from actually doing a wedding to doing a, a not-for-profit fundraiser or, or a corporate event? It would seem like there was a, you know, a lot different details in each one. There are some different details, and that's, uh, you know, it's important to know what the differences are. You know, the, the big thing with the wedding is you've got a lot of emotion. You've got a lot of feelings and, and emotional things that you're dealing with. And that's a big part of, uh, you know, that's a big part of when you, when you start off, when you're doing your consultation, when you're meeting with a bride and, and her family sometimes, um, there's a lot of family dynamics going on. Whereas with corporate, you, you, don't have those, you don't have those issues. You know, basically, you know, you're both, both of them are going to need a location. Both are going to need food. Both are going to need entertainment. Both are going to need, um, you know, need to have someone guiding them and, and helping the, the day flow, uh, you know, flawlessly. You want, you want everything to come off on time without a hitch. Um, as we all know, that, that doesn't always happen. But having the training and being able to recognize, uh, you know, what may happen next or, you know, and be able to prevent any, um, any things that you know, anything that you haven't planned for, be able to to take care of it in a in an expeditious manner, uh, makes all the difference. Well, sure. Like at my sister's wedding, we forgot my brother and we left him at the hotel. <laughs> oh, and you needed him. <laughs> and everybody's like, "I thought you were getting him. I thought you were getting him." You know, I come from a big family, and we all looked at each other. And then my oldest brother had to run back to the hotel and get him. He's sitting there in the oh. lobby waiting for us. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's bad. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, well we got to go to commercial a... break, girls. Um, okay. uh, today uh, we are here with Deborah Moody, and she is um, Deborah. What's your website, real quick? www.acpwc. That's Association of Certified Professional Wedding Consultants. dot com. Okay, you're going to want to come back after the break with more from Deborah Moody. And uh, Linda and I are going to share some things that happened at events in our experience. I've got a good one with barking seals. You're not going to want to miss it.
we've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. Every girl is on fire. The Woohoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and our guest today is Deborah Moody. She is from the, I'm going to have her give the website again, because I can't remember it. I know it's got an AWC. <laughs> it's worse than these military it's, acronyms. <laughs> Go ahead. It's the Association of Certified Professional Wedding Consultants, ACPWC.com. Okay, perfect. So, Deborah, you know that... Uh, Powered Up Talk Radio with Beck and Franklin isn't complete unless Linda and I give you our funny stories. Um, So I'm going to share a wedding story with you. Uh, My oldest Mm -hmm. sister, uh, she got married at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. And for those of you that are not from California or have never been out here, it's a beautiful oceanside aquarium uh, with an outdoor kind of promontory where you can walk out and get married among the waves and the seagulls and the, you know, the... 
the rush of the salt air. And it was really beautiful. My sister had gorgeous flowers, beautiful music, a big harp. Only the one thing, and this is we didn't have a wedding planner, nobody told us. When you get married during seal season... You mm-hmm. couldn't hear the vows. You couldn't hear the harp. All you heard was the harbor seals and the big fat seals. I forget what they're called, but they bark. They're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> then we had the seagulls coming like, wah, wah, wah. and here's my sister looking like a million bucks. You know, she lost all this weight. We'd had a huge fight a couple days before because I was fat from fertility treatments. And she's like, you're so fat. You don't fit into any of the dresses, you know, but who cares? Because everybody talked about the barking seals and the seagulls and the just the noise. You couldn't hear the vows. You couldn't hear the the harpist. You couldn't hear anything. I thought it was hilarious. But, you know, $25,000 later, she didn't think it was so funny. <laughs> Yes, and you know that that is definitely a factor. I have I have actually uh, been to the aquarium and and, uh, and know that uh, having events, events there is a little bit tricky. Uh, having something that is less um, something where you can actually be inside or something where you're wandering around and looking at things works a little bit better. Um, there is also the opportunity of having you know having a, a reception site or a wedding site inside as opposed to outside, but then you, 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 you still want people to be able to go out on the patio and enjoy um, the nature and the, and the beauty that surrounds that place. So, uh, you know, <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Um, it, is. it is a beautiful location, and, and I don't know if it's the best location for weddings, but if you're having a reception or uh, fundraisers or cocktail parties or, or networking events. I, I think it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful place. I actually have a friend that uh, that actually worked there, um, and that's what she did. So it's it's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, they should warn you too. My brothers and I were taking bets to see if a seagull would poop on my sister's dress, and you know if that's oh, yeah. <laughs> the biggest part of the party, you know, <laughs> you got to make some changes of venue. <laughs> Yes, yeah, you have to, you know, you really have to think it through as as well as, you know, you have to think about is it accessible for, if you have elderly, you know, can they navigate, um, you know, kind of those planks, you know, that are that are on the, the side by the, by the aquarium and on the wharf, um, you, you know, you have to be careful and think about those things when you're trying to decide a, the perfect location um, for your wedding and for your reception. Now, Linda, you got to have some good stuff from the corporate arena. Linda is our ex-Wall Street, uh, I don't know, goddess. So she's got to have something good. You know, there's got to be something good going down. You know, well, we used to, um, I mean, we used to do a lot of Christmas parties um, at the Helmsley uh, Palace Hotel here in New York City. And they were pretty easy to do because uh, we just we just sent out, uh, I don't even really know, I think this invitations were like, phone calls we're having a party come on and we had good parties so everybody came i would just go up to the hotel and i would say okay we're having this many people this is what i want to eat how much is it going to cost me and and they did it those were really really easy uh my Mm -hmm. wedding was not quite as um (laughs) as funny as as yours turned out to be as your sister's turned out to be because i got married in a in a very lovely club here in new york and because uh, it took my my now husband and I over 20 years to decide to get married, we we just planned the whole wedding ourselves, but we did have a wedding planner. And I found that having a wedding planner 
made it almost fun rather than the stories that I hear about the stress and the craziness. Yeah. So um, it made it uh, just, you know, uh, it just, and especially at the actual wedding, I didn't have to think about anything. I was like, I could be like a guest at my own wedding and really have a good time because it flies by so fast that you don't, you just want to take it all in and not have to think about anything. Um, the, the only funny thing, I mean, I didn't really have a large like bridesmaids or anything. And I remember my cousin uh, was one, she was just, she walked down the aisle uh, along with a friend of mine and we did not have a rehearsal because they flew in from Toronto. And, uh, you know, she was like all nervous. Like, what do I do? There wasn't a rehearsal. What do I do? I said, here's the door. You walk as far as you can before you see the rabbi and then you stop. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Yeah, you know, when you do have a consultant, it is, it's so much easier because, and, and that's the, the whole reason why you get one, is because they're there to, to manage the day, to take care of the details, to, to, to send people down the aisle, to, to tell the caterer when the food is ready to be served. All of those things, um, had she not been there, the caterer and everybody else would come up to the bride and groom and ask them the questions, and then they can't enjoy themselves because they're watching out and, and, and waiting for somebody to ask them another question or, or figure out what the next move is. And so uh, once people really started understanding the real value in hiring wedding consultants and event planners, it really has made a, a huge difference in the industry. And I don't know, for some reason, um, it's kind of like they, they tend to be like the last person hired when they really should be the first person so that you know that you're getting the right vendors as you're as you're hiring the rest of the people, um, and and I'm hoping that you know you know society is, is is changing a little bit and understanding really the role and the value and really the the importance of having someone run your event. I mean, you think about a wedding; you spend a, a lot of money on a wedding, and so why would you risk that to chance and just leave it that okay, well. You know, it, it, it won't run itself. We'll just have to, you know, wing it. That's not something really that you want to wing. You really kind of want to have some things in place um, so that you're that, so that you're covered in any emergency that might come up. Uh, you'll have a person there to handle. Plus, you know, they, they, they suggest music. And then I know we went out and we heard several bands at other weddings uh, so mm-hmm. that we could, you know, we could make a decision whether, you know, this band was for us. And then, you know, diff- different florists and the photographer and the video guy and, and you know, the food tastings, I mean, it, and the invitations. It's like, you know, it, it could really drive you crazy if you didn't have someone there to kind of guide you along. Exactly. And a lot of people are not, they're not planners. They, they really are not. They, they prefer to just hand it over. Just tell me what I, what I need to do. There's a lot of decisions that have to be made. And, and the, the planner can help you to just kind of calmly go through step by step without making yourself crazy or stressed out. Um, and really, uh, she's really the glue. They're, they're really the glue that holds the whole day together. You know, I, I always tell people, I tell, I tell gentlemen a lot because they don't really completely get the, the concept. I tell them, first of all, if, you know, if you want to be happy, you really need to have a happy bride. And you can make her happy by hiring a planner. I said, think, of a, think about it like a championship game. 
You have, you are the owners of the, the bride and the groom are the owners of the team. The fans are the guests. The the team is the you know are your vendors, your your bakery and your florists and all of those DJs and and all of those people. And the wedding planner is your coach. She tells all of those people what to do, when to do it, where to be, what time to be there, and she you know holds the whole they hold the whole thing together. If you didn't have a planner or a coach running a team, imagine what would happen. You know, they call the, they call the plays and they and they make the decisions and they bring the team to together to to go for that winning championship. You're not going to have a championship wedding when you are, you know, when things are disjointed and, and everybody's not working together as a team. And part of the planner's function is to actually get a cohesive team of people working together. And that's why it's important for them to, you know, to hire them in the beginning so that you can um, hire professionals that know the importance of, of doing a good job. You know, hiring your friends to do things at an, an event like at a wedding is not always a, it's not a good idea. Um, you know, the, the value in, in just knowing the difference um, of, of a professional versus, uh, you know, your friend to do something is, is, is immeasurable. You, you really need to know um, that you've hired the right people to, ha- to handle that job. Well, and I think you're right on, um, you know, Linda and and Deborah. You know, we've only got a, a minute or so before I have to take us to commercial break. But I can tell you, you know, I was young. I did my own wedding, and by the time my wedding decisions rolled around, and this is the god honest truth, I faxed over a picture of a cake, and I said, make make it, make it white, black, or whatever in the middle, or chocolate and vanilla. I bought my wedding dress off the the dummy at Beverly Hills Bridal Salon. I walked in; it was going out of business. And I'm like, I'll take it. They'll fit it. I'll shrink whatever I have to do to get in the dress. I was so done by the time that I got to my wedding. Um, I could care less. You know, my mother-in-law changed the hors d'oeuvres. My my um, best friend from college, she's an AME minister, which is an African Methodist Episcopalian minister. I am as white as can be. I married a Jew. We all went to the, to the location, and it was just, you know, it was three-ring circus. I mean, people had a lot of fun, but it was a disaster. And had I even known, I don't even think I knew what a wedding planner was. Um, you know, because that movie hadn't come out yet um, with Adam Sandler, or I think with, uh, he was in The Wedding Planner. No. But who was it? J-Lo. Uh, J- yeah, Jennifer J-Lo. Lopez. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, so i got to take us to commercial break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Linda Franklin. This is Powered Up Talk Radio. Our guest is Deborah Moody. When you come back from the break, you're going to want to learn how a wedding planner can save you money, because I believe that they can, because they probably could have saved me a bundle, and um, how how to choose the right wedding planner um, or event planner, whatever type of event you're having, how to, how to choose that. Cause I think that was what would stump me the most more after the break. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. 
people have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. On the Rockstar Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and our guest today is Deborah Moody. And uh, we were talking before the break about some funny wedding stories, and we're going to move over to events. But I want to ask you, Deborah, can a planner, an event planner or a wedding planner, whatever you want, whatever your event's going to be, can they actually save you money? Because, um, you know, there's a cost associated to it. You have to hire this person and pay them. Can they actually save you money in the long run? They absolutely can. Uh, part of the savings comes in time and how valuable is your time. But a lot of the savings comes in keeping you from making costly mistakes, um, ordering things that you don't need, uh, ordering, picking the wrong things that uh, if you would had a, a planner there to guide you through the process, you would know not to, not to do that. Or, you know, or maybe you... Uh, helping that help they'll be there to help you kind of go through different contracts. Uh, some of the times a vendor doesn't uh, quite understand what it is the bride needs, and you have the consultant there to kind of translate things and just to keep things on track. Um, simple simple things like if you're supposed to, if you're contracted with a place and you're supposed to be out at ten, for example, and uh, you're still partying on and there's an extra charge for an additional hour. Um, that would be her responsibility to let you know, okay, your time is almost is almost up, otherwise they're going to charge you more. Just small things can can really make a difference with that, but yes, they absolutely do save you money and save you time and and really, you have to ask how much is my sanity and my stress worth? How much is it worth for me to actually enjoy myself on my wedding day because I know that I have a professional there handling all the details for me? It's the. It's really. You know. It's not always about uh, just the uh, that they're that they're there to plan the day, but they're also there. You're paying for their knowledge, for their expertise, for their. You know. It's a value that is that comes with um, with that whole process, and and the the value of the service uh, is entailed in all of those things. 
do event planners have special niches? Like we've been talking a lot about weddings. So um, I'm doing a lot of not-for-profit, you know, fundraising events. Would a, would a wedding planner, so do they, do event planners specialize in different areas and you should go to the area that you um, are most involved in to, to, to choose someone from that, you know, from column B rather than column A? Well, you know, if you if if it's an if it's event versus a wedding, um, you know, you may you would you would want to be looking at someone who who specializes in events. However, uh, not to say that a wedding planner can't do events. Most of the time, people do both because they're they're very similar. Now, if you have a very specialized event that requires a person that's in a in a specialized niche, then yes, I would seek out a person that is in that specialized niche that you're looking for. But um, basically, when you get when you get proper training, you will be ha- be able to handle either. Um, the you know the the important things are you know are you able to you know uh, are you able to convey your vision and do they understand what that vision is and are they able to fulfill that vision for you? Are your personalities uh, similar so that, you know, when you're going through the process and, and trying to make decisions about things, um, do you enjoy working with each other? Um, sometimes every bride is not your bride. Every event planner is not going to, you know, is not going to work with the event that you have or work with you as an individual. And it may not be that you're a bad person or they're a bad person. It's just that you don't work well together. Um, the objective for them to, to be able to work with you, get you everything that you need, and be able to communicate about those things, whatever it is that, that's required. You know, if you try to communicate to them, um, this is the theme of the event, this is what we want to do, and they're not understanding the theme, then, then that's a problem. Or they're trying, or the event planner is trying to explain to you, with the budget that you've given me, we are unable to do this. If you're not understanding that um, what you've asked is not, you know, is not a reasonable, is not, is not doable on the budget that you have, there's going to be a problem. So part of that process um, when you're selecting the right person to, to do that job for you is, um, you know, setting the expectations and, and clear communication and hiring professionals and hiring enough people to handle uh, whatever it is that needs to be done. That's, that's one of the big problems. A lot of people have events and they don't handle enough staff to, to handle the people that are there. They don't have enough servers. They don't, and, and, and that can be a very, uh, it's just a bad thing. It's as bad as running out of food. You know, well, neither one of them are good. <laughs> I think creativity is very important too, especially in fundraising because um, there's a million fundraisers going on all the time. So how do you make your event, you know, more successful? So if, if you find someone that has done a lot of fundraising and kind of knows the tricks of the trade and what works, whether it be silent auctions or raffles or uh, all of those different things that can help you, I think that that's very important in that particular niche. Absolutely. Creativity and thinking outside the box and, uh, just putting a different, uh, you know, creating an atmosphere that is fun for everybody. Uh, and, you know, whenever you're going to have something, it's, it's a lot easier if you, if you put a theme to it because it kind of helps narrow down what the possibilities are. 
You know, everybody can get on the same page when they understand, oh, it's a Mardi Gras theme. Oh, it's a, you know, Hawaiian theme. Whatever the theme is, it just kind of helps everybody vision to come, you know, come together a little bit easier. You know, when you're there, also at a fundraising event, which is primarily what I'm interested in these days, is, you know, once they're in the room, they they paid to come into the room. Um, so how can you get them to dig a little bit deeper into their pockets while they're in that room because you have a captive audience? Right. So if you're going to have, um, you know, sometimes it's really fun if you're going to have a fundraiser and you can and afford it. You can do, instead of doing a silent auction, why not try doing a live auction? How fun to have an auctioneer there and have people, you know, with their paddles and they're, you know, they're running and yelling and, you know, having a good time and having the auctioneer stir everybody up and, and get them interested and, and, and making, helping them to have fun with the whole process. And, and it's different because a lot of people have silent auctions. Just about everybody has a silent auction. But how many people actually have a live auction with an auctioneer? So um, when you're hiring a wedding planner or an event coordinator or event planner and you don't like the direction it's going, what do you do? Do you just argue with them? Do you fire them and get a new one? I mean, what happens when the event planning relationship goes sideways? So um, you hope that it doesn't, but if it does, first of all, when you have your initial, initial consultation and you're talking about what the event is going to be about, um, communicating clearly what is the theme or what is the purpose of the event, you know, is one of the first steps. Um, failure to set that expectation of, of what you're expecting of her or what she needs from you um, is another problem that occurs. If you are, um, you know, if you're feeling like things are not going well, yes, you by all means need to communicate that to her. Now, a lot of uh, event planners now have in their contract what they call an escape clause. And what that says is that if, if you're not happy and she's not happy and things are not going the way that you want and you're not working well together, that you can mutually agree to discontinue working together and, um, and, you know, and get out of the contract. And the important thing is to make sure that you know, it's a fair agreement and that she has been paid for the services that she has rendered. And that way it keeps things from getting, you know, too messy and too emotional and too uh, over the top, uh, which, you know, sometimes wind up in a lawsuit. And you really don't want to see that happen. Um, I, I usually tell my gals, if you are having a free consultation with someone, and your initial consultation, and you see that there are a lot of things that you don't agree with or they don't agree with you and you just, you know, are feeling a strange vibe, it's okay to say no, that this is not your client. Every client is not going to be your client. And if people um, would understand that, there would be a lot less stress and a lot less lawsuits and a lot less uh, pain and suffering um, from this whole process. Sometimes you just, it's just a personality thing. We, we just don't see eye to eye. You know, if you think about it, it's like a relationship. You know, when you're, you know, when you're in that process looking for that bride or that groom, you know, you met a lot of people along the way. Some worked and some didn't. And, and really, it's, a, it's, it's, it's still a relationship. It's just a different, uh, a different genre for it. So if you don't want to, if you 
uh, don't want to go down that road and hopefully you're, you're going to have a happy relationship, uh, somebody going in looking for uh, a wedding planner, what are the top three things that they should ask that person uh, before they sign the contract? I would ask them, do they have professional training? Where they receive their training? How long they've been in business? What types of events um, do they do? And, and do they specialize in a, in a certain event? And, and do they specialize in a certain area? Um, I live in San Jose, and it's about 50 miles south of San Francisco. Um, if, you're, if you're doing an event in San Francisco, it may be easier to get a, a person who lives up in San Francisco and knows that area and knows those vendors up there. It's not, necess- it's not a necessity, but it could help with process. So you want to you want to find out a person who you know are they familiar with the area that you're going to be working in. You, you want to find out if their skills are uh, commensurate with what you are asking them to do. It's it, it's an interview. They're interviewing you're interviewing them, and and in a way they're interviewing you as well. Uh, Deborah, we're about two minutes to close. Uh, what's your one, other than hiring a wedding planner, what's the one piece of advice that you give to um, people who are having an event such as a wedding or a corporate event? What's the one, what's your best piece of advice takeaway? you got about 30 seconds. I would say the best thing is to communicate clearly what it is that you're looking for. Make sure that you're on the same page and um, come to an agreement about setting the expectations. The bride, has ex- the bride and groom have expectations, but the planners also need to, to set expectations of the bride and groom or of the client because both sides have things that need to be done in order for it to be a pleasant experience for everybody involved and to have okay. the best, best possible results. Thank you, Deborah. Deborah Moody from ACPWC.com. She's the director. You're going to want to check her out. Uh, Linda Franklin and I will be back. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Linda and I will be back next week with another amazing guest. You're not going to want to miss it. And I'm going to let you guess on who it can be. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and